0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: And in the 6th verse of that 19th chapter of Acts, said Paul laid his hands on them, and the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Now, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, but right here, writing a letter later on to that same church, he encourages them to be filled with the Spirit. He said, Well, I thought they did. Didn't when he laid hands on them, wasn't they filled with the Spirit? Yes, yes. But... Greek scholars tell us that the, that there's the Greek word translated be filled or fill means continuous action. And that really a literal translation of what he said was, but be being filled. But be being filled with the Spirit. Constant experience.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Spirit-Filled Life, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: While well, I'm talking, you can open your Bibles to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. We talked about last night, about being filled with the Holy Ghost. Acts 2, 4, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then the Word of God tells us in the fourth chapter of Acts concerning the fact that Peter and John, you know, were taken into question after the man was healed, the lame man at the gate called Beautiful. And the scripture said, being let go, they went into their own company. And they, they, the whole company, lifted up their voice in prayer, praise God, in one accord and said, Lord, thou art God who has made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that in them is and so on. And then they got down to the place where they said, now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders shall be wrought in the name of thy holy child Jesus. Now notice the next verse. That's the one I want you to get. Notice that. And the place was shaken where they were assembled. That means the house shook. The place where they were assembled. People get excited sometimes because of the power of God comes on a person. Sometimes They shake. Well, you wait till the building starts shaking. I mean, they will get excited. The Bible said the place where they were assembled was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, I thought they just got filled with the Holy Ghost back in Acts 2. Here in Acts 4, it says they were all filled again with the Holy Ghost. You see, there's one initial filling, but there are many refillings. Hallelujah. Now, Paul, writing to the church at Ephesus, encouraged them to be filled with the Spirit. Now, we read last night in the 19th chapter of Acts, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said, if you receive the Holy Ghost since you believe, they said, we've not so much heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. He said, into whose baptism were you baptized? They said, John's. They were baptized into baptism of repentance, John telling them to repent of their sins and to believe on him that should come after them. But you see, they had moved away to Ephesus and didn't even know that Jesus had come. Amen. And in the sixth verse of that 19th chapter of Acts, said Paul laid his hands on them, and the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Now they were filled with the Holy Ghost, but right here, writing a letter later on, to that same church, he encourages them to be filled with the Spirit. He said, well, I thought they did. Didn't when he laid hands on them, wasn't they filled with the Spirit? Yes, yes. But Greek scholars tell us that the, that there's the Greek word translated be filled or fill means continuous action. And that really a literal translation of what he said was, but be being filled. But be being filled with the Spirit. Constant experience. See, he said, be not drunk with wine where it is excess. Well, you know, to be drunk with wine, you have to keep on drinking. (laughs) Amen. And to be drunk in the Spirit or filled with the Spirit, you have to keep on drinking. But be being filled with the Spirit. Now notice then, that he tells us that uh, the characteristics of being filled with the Spirit. Number one, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen, one characteristic of being filled with the Spirit is you got a song in your heart. Glory to God. If you lose that song, get refilled. Amen. You know, it's recognizable. With one's filled with the spirit, it's recognizable because they got a song in their heart. You remember in, in the Acts, the early church had all things common and some of them felt like they were being neglected in the daily ministration. And so the apostle said, seek ye out seven men. Number one, of honest report. Number two, full of the Holy Ghost. Number three, that we're honest, praise God. Now, notice that he said, first of all, of honest report, you know. You don't want somebody handing you money that's not honest, but then full of the Holy Ghost. Well, how could they tell whether they were full of the Holy Ghost or not? It's recognizable. If you are full of the Holy Ghost, I'll tell you, praise God, you got a song in your heart. If you're full of the Holy Ghost, you've got joy, joy, joy. You remember the Bible said, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, it's peace, and it's joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Somebody comes up to you you and said, well, I just want you to know I'm full of joy. (laughs) Uh, You know they're not If you're full of joy It's going to show on your face Then not only that But full of joy You're dancing Singing And laughter Are expressions of joy Hallelujah Sometimes Bless God You just can't keep them Burst out laughing Even when you're by yourself (laughs) Hallelujah Hallelujah Amen. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Now, this isn't some song. Now, some of them may be all right. This isn't some song that you got out of the songbook. They didn't have any songbooks back there then. They didn't have any printing press back there then. But this is something that the Holy Ghost gives you on the spur of the moment, praise God. Those that are more, you know, to sing and would sing. I very seldom sing. I don't have a voice for singing. I used to pray for the Lord to help me to sing. But after I heard Tony Cook, I started praying for him, <laughs> that the Lord would help him to sing. <laughs> help, help, help him to sing. But it seemed like that my prayer didn't work. I noticed that neither one of us are doing any better about it. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So a a psalm is a spiritual poem or an ode. We've got 150 of them back here in the Old Testament that were given by the Spirit of God. Amen. Many of them David sang. Uh, A psalm can be recited it can be chanted or it can be sung. But, of course, the spiritual song and the hymn, those are songs that are sung. Amen. Spiritual songs, hymns. I usually just speak in Psalms. I've noticed this in my own experience through the years. Uh, We we mentioned last night about the fact, about the Holy Ghost, Jesus said, you know, I'll not leave you comfortless. I'll not leave you helpless. And we pointed out the fact that the amplified translation gives all the seven meanings of the word uh, that's translated comforter. The Amplified Translation translation, translates it helper or comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, hallelujah. And thank God the Holy Ghost is every one of them. But I've noticed as I said in my own experience, I'm talking about standby now, that in in the hard places, I mean the most severe, the, the, the hardest place in life's journey, amen. Many times, I've, I've spoken nearly all night long in psalm. One night I did, spoke all night long. Never slept away, spoke all night long. And see, he was just standing by to help me. Glory to God, amen. And uh, praise God, many a night, nearly all night long. Many a night, I go to sleep speaking in psalm or speaking in Psalms, yes, spiritual poems are old. Praise God! It's scriptural. It's biblical. Now, of course, in the third chapter uh, of uh, Colossians, now you see here it said, "Speaking to yourselves in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord." But in the third chapter of Colossians, he said, "Let uh, let the word of God dwell in you richly." Now, that's the third chapter of the 16th verse. Let the word of God, that's first. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Amen. Now, notice what he said. Let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord, Now, first of all, Paul said, speaking to yourselves. Speaking to yourselves. That's just something you do in your own private prayer life. Amen. But here in Colossians, he said, speaking, that the word of Christ dwell in you, rich in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. In other words, speaking to one another in psalms or hymns and spiritual psalms. Hallelujah. Now that can be as you speak to a person or it can be in public assembly. Speaking, notice the criteria. The word of Christ, first of all, dwells in you richly in all wisdom. Now sometimes the word of Christ dwells in people but not in wisdom. So you got to see to it that it dwells in you in wisdom.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer, the Get to Know the Holy Spirit Package. This package consists of four CDs by Ken Hagen entitled The Person of the Holy Spirit. The next resource is the package of Reverend Kennethy e. Hagin's study guide entitled The Holy Spirit and His Gifts Study Course. Last but not least, Kenneth e. Hagan's CD, The Glory of God. These great resources are at the special price of $34.95. That's $16 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. Again, call toll free. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: And you know, I want to say, uh, would you like to join us in prayer for our nation? Our nation needs a lot of prayer, and prayer does change Change things. things. That's right. And the Word of God says that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will heal their land. And our land needs a lot, a lot of healing. healing. Yes. So I just encourage you to join with us here at Rhema, here at Kenneth Hagan Ministries in praying for our nation.
0: Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on the Spirit-filled life. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.